Hello, hello. My name is Maurice Washington. I want to welcome everybody to Executive Talk. Today I'd like to invite and welcome our studio audience and also those who are watching online. Today we're in a part of our two-part series, actually a three-part series called The Sales Conversation. Last week what we dealt with is we, we dealt with the client's perspective. You know, <clears throat> the sales conversation is bigger than just dealing with objections. The sales conversation has to actually deal with the emotions of that sales conversation. So last week we dealt with the client's perspective. What did they actually go through dealing with us as business owners? So today what we're going to discuss is business owners, our emotions. What are we going through? And salespeople, what are we going through on a daily basis sitting down in front of our clients? So when we're dealing with this particular topic, we always, as a business consultant, we always have to deal with the SWAT, which is the strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. In this particular segment, we're going to deal with the weakness and threats because there's a weakness and threats within that conversation that we're very much so unaware of. Okay, we think it's again just dealing with objections, making sure we get the client's product, and then life is good. But I think there's actually a lot of unanswered questions within that interaction during a sales conversation. So we're actually going to talk about it from a business owner's perspective and see what, we, what we're going through. So I'm sure some of you guys have either A, felt this way about a business owner. You've probably seen some commercial or uh, something on CNN. Uh, we heard a, you know, a business owner having a ton of money going on vacations, uh, their jet and everything. But I want you guys to take a bit, I want you guys to think about this from a, from a consumer perspective for a second. This is somehow we're perceived and we don't know it, but this is somehow we're perceived. We have endless amounts of money. Soon as that stigma of a business ownership or a real estate agent or whatever your profession, there's a stigma of we have endless amounts of money. We're the market's great. Everything's good. We have no problems. Hey, we're a business owner. Since we have endless amount of money, we have no problems. <laughs> On some level, you know, something is said that we can deal with things a little bit differently than everybody else. When we have issues, ah, just out of here. We're good. Or we have clients waiting for us all, you know, just waiting for us. So, hey, if you don't go with us, it doesn't matter. We got five other clients to serve anyway, so goodbye. Now, that sounds a little cold, but, you know, this is just a perception. It's all about the money. Hey, if you're not, if you're not gonna buy my high-end product, then I don't know what else I can do for you. You just wanna get paid so you can purchase that, purchase that second house, okay? So there's a lavish, there's a lifestyle that's going on in front of us that we're, on, we're very much so unaware of. Our clients are feeling that, you, that there's a certain level of disconnect from their situation that we have from them because we're a business owner. So that's part of what we're contesting with in that sales conversation. So this is some of what a business owner goes through in their mind as they're sitting in front of people and also in their day-to-day -day interaction, just being by themselves. I always want to start with this one because this one is very applicable. But am I crazy? As, as, as a business owner, has anybody ever felt that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> am I crazy? So what does that mean, am I crazy? <sighs> Man, you know, I had a great five months, and all of a sudden, these last three months have been crazy. I haven't seen a client in the past three months. Am I going crazy? What, is, what happened? What did I do wrong? 
Okay, as th those conversations do come up for business owners. Some of the times you think you're absolutely going nuts. Am I selling myself that this year is going to be better than next year? Am I going crazy? Okay, our own confidence is on the line every single day. No matter what we're going through, our own confidence is being questioned from various, from various places. Places that we didn't even expect. But our own confidence is, being, being, is on the line every day. Planning, question mark, question mark, question mark. Planning is a whole event in and itself of business ownership, isn't it? You have your, your clients, right? You have your schedule. I have a nine o'clock, then I have 11 o'clock, and then a four o'clock. But you can't plan for when your kid gets sick. You can't plan for fall break. You can't plan for Christmas break. You can't plan, you can't plan for when the car breaks down. Planning is an event in and of itself. So each day you have to wake up expecting that everything is going to be okay. You have to ultimately adjust that particular morning, if that's the case. Marketing, that's another event. Am I saying the right thing? Are people receiving it? Are people responding to it? Oh, that marketing worked last week. Oh, I got that comment. There's all kinds of things that are going through your mind as a, sales, as a business professional. <clears throat> Letting go of a client. Now that's the ego shot right there, isn't it? Letting go of a client is probably one of the hardest things business owners have to face. Because you went from having this great relationship with this client to, wow, what just happened? What did I say? What happened in that conversation that allowed us to get to this point where I had to let this client go? It's very disturbing, which goes back to, am I crazy? Acquiring new clients, okay? That's always a trick, isn't it? When is the next new client? Where are they gonna come from? Oh, Google's working today. No, it's actually Yelp that's working. Oh, no, it's Facebook that worked today. Okay, actually all three worked. Where, where's my new clients? Did I network enough? Man, last week, was, last week was an off week, so I wasn't able to network enough. So now, these next two weeks, I'm kind of suffering because I wasn't able to do that work last week. There's so much tricks of the trade within this. Great day, bad day, okay? This bad day, it doesn't exist as soon as you leave the door, does it? No matter what, you can have a bad call right before you meet with the client, but can you have a bad day? Can you have a bad personal call before you meet with that client and say, you know what, I'm really pissed off right now. I'm really upset. I actually don't even want to talk to you right now. I'm busy. I, I got too much going on in my head. I'll call you back tomorrow. We'll try to set something up. That can't take place. It's, hey, how are you? Nice to see you. Hey, everything is great. That's what happens to us as business owners. That's part of our, our cycle. What about this one? Nobody actually ever talks about this, but what will people say if I need to close my business? A change for a business owner is a whole event. Because not only are you changing for yourself and some of the dynamics that are shifting within you personally, but when you close your business, people's perceptions on the outside are, well, what are you going to do next time? Is it, say, is it still in line with the next business? Are you, are you actually a consistent person? I, I don't know if you're a consistent person. You've got to prove yourself all over again. So change for us is a whole event. We have freedom. You know, I hear uh, you know, a lot of clients and a lot of people say, oh, you're a business owner, just take a nap. If you're tired, just take a nap. Everything is good. 
So, now, here's the truth. We can actually take that nap, can't we? No, I see some heads shaking. No, that's right. <laughs> now, if we do, there is a cost to it, isn't it? There is a huge cost. That nap, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off at 2 o'clock. I'm just going to call it a day. Now, everything that you didn't do from 2 to 6 affects the next three days, possibly. So that's the business owner's perspective, and that's what we go through on a daily basis. So in our last week conversation, we talked about the evolution of trust when it comes to clients. Because they have an evolution of trust, and again, I'll invite everybody to watch that show, but they have an evolution of trust when they're sitting down in front of us. But what is, for a business owner, what is our evolution of trust? Okay, because we have actually some emotions going on when we're sitting face-to-face -face with people. Now, I made this statement, and we'll refer back to it throughout going forward. So no matter what happens with one client, we are forced to trust all future clients. How many people agree to that? Okay. So let that sink in for a minute. No matter what happens with one client, we're forced to trust all future clients. So no matter what, we are forced. So forced. If we do not, if we let that one, if, that, if, one, if we let that one client interaction take our emotions out of the game, we might as well turn, close the business, right? We, that's where that force comes from. Because a lot of the, you'll see statements in the, the blanket statement over that. That's, this is actually the real, true heart of the statement. You'll, you'll hear a lot of statements out there in the marketplace say, hey, get over it. The next client, you'll find them and everything will be fine. Hey, don't worry, brush your shoulders off. Everything is good. When you're like, uh, no, not everything is good. I'm stressed right now. I'm really going through it. But truth is, we're forced to trust all future clients regardless. So, this is some of the, some of the things I've um, ran into in the marketplace, and I feel like this is what business owners sit. Business owners search for understanding and fairness. This is kind of part of our heart of the matter is that we, we actually need understanding and fairness. It's, it's kind of the emotional need during that process. Sometimes we feel like the client doesn't understand the sacrifice. When there's sometimes, let's say you have a, a client that wants to uh, do business with you. They do business with you on a Monday and they say, hey, you, you tell the client, I'll, you know, I'll have your uh, product to you delivered by next Monday. So the perfect time is already said. It gives you ample time as a business owner to get it done, get it done precisely. And for the client, the client expectations have already been set. But within this, there's something that happens when the client says, hey, you know what? Can you get that to me on Thursday, as a matter of fact? And you're like, um, do I say no? Of course not. As business owners, we put our cape on, right? We put the Superman cape on. We go out there and say, you know what? That's... I was just thinking the same thing. I was trying to get it to you by Thursday. Perfect. Right? We're going through a lot of emotions during that time frame. So then we stay up until 11 o'clock for three nights in a row. Okay? We start, hey, I don't know what you're doing, but you call your employees. I don't know what you're doing, but we need to go work on this client's account. I don't care what other clients we have to do. We just need to do this now because you made a different commitment. So there's a level of sacrifice, and it's not like you can go to your client and say, you know, it's Thursday, we got this to you, but let me tell you what I did in order to get that to you. You know, I stayed up till 11 o'clock. Hey, I miss time spending with my, with my significant other. Oh, my kids, they're not talking to me right now. 
So that conversation doesn't happen. You're not going to tell your clients that. You're going to say, hey, we're happy to deliver your service. We're happy to get this to you. So that's part of what's going on behind the scenes and some of the emotions that we actually have to tuck in and just, and just deal with. The time it takes to produce a product. The typical client, it takes about five plus hours in order to actually deliver that one product so it seems seamless from our end. That product takes a lot of time, takes a lot of mental structure, takes a lot of, a lot of effort and a lot of moving parts in order to get that product delivered. Now I'm going to take this, so I have this 15 to 20 minutes. Now, there's not too many products out there that take 15 to 20 minutes to deliver, but let's think about it from a restaurant owner's perspective. A restaurant owner, 15 to 20 minutes means everything to their business. Because let's think about it, they have the introduction. How quick was somebody there to get them in to a seat? How, quick, how nice was the waiter or waitress? Did they get the water on time or the beverage? Did they, how, you know, with all the extra preferences of how they want their food delivered, did, they, did the cooks get it done well? Did they get it within that time? Was the waitress and waiter attentive enough? Okay, did the cashier, was they at the, were they at the desk in order to take the money? There's all this stuff within 15 to 20 minutes that a, that a restaurant owner actually has to think about so they don't get a bad Yelp review. So that's what a 15 to 20 minutes, so there's a lot of emotions that go on behind the scenes that uh, business owners don't, again, don't feel like the clients really understand. So within that understanding, if we're not getting that level of understanding that we feel needs to be there, we start to desensitize as business owners. And that desensitize, so when we, when we say the statement, clients really don't understand the amount of X, you know, X, X, X. They don't understand the amount of effort that I put into in order to help them deliver this product. I can't believe they're upset right now. Oh my goodness, if they only knew. Those statements are dangerous statements for business owners because what's happening is, what's happening is you're starting to desensitize. You're starting to, man, the next client, I'm not gonna go through all that. Attitude starts to kick in, okay? It taps into our customer service heart. Because customer service, you know, we feel like sometimes it comes from the mind, but actually customer service comes from the heart. Because that's that extra extension as to what you want to do for your client base to help them feel extra or that extra joy. The mind just actually tells you the process in order to get it done. But it starts with the heart. So that's where your customer service comes from. But if you start to desensitize, it affects your customer service heart. Resentment starts to develop. That's a, that's, that's a dangerous spot. Typically, sometimes business owners, we get to the point of enough, if you have enough, if you start going down a trust trail and you have enough bad experiences, resentment starts to happen. So the next client, what are you gonna do? I'm sure you're gonna be, you're gonna be upset right now, huh? Really? Yeah, yeah, I get, I, right. That's what we start, we start assuming what's going to happen before just because we're starting to desensitize. So this is kind of our evolution to trust with that. So during the transaction, okay, during the transaction is the best part of the, you know, best part of your business. But even during the transaction is actually there's, there's a shift that happens that business owners really don't, sometimes don't think about typically. When, th when this statement of, I'll go with you, happens, which typically means a check has actually been delivered, 
that relationship of, you know, all your, all the conversations of the one-to-ones and the, you know, that free consultation that you have, hey, it was great. You guys have a great interaction. Everybody's happy. You guys know each other. It's almost like you guys have been friends forever. But then as soon as I'll go with you happens, the client is like this. Typically, there's never a conversation that actually that happens that says, okay, now I'm waiting. When, do you get, when, when is this? What is this going to look like? That conversation never happens. It just automatically switches. So during the transaction, and these are part of, again, this is part of that trust trail. What about dropping prices? Okay, has a client ever confronted you and said, hey, can you meet or beat that? You know, on that commercial, they say you can meet or beat it. Can, can you meet or beat it? If you can meet or beat it, I'll, 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 I'll put down this phone. I won't call the competition. Now you're like, now you're stuck in the middle of a, of, of a moment, aren't you? You're like, well, of course I can. And you're blinking your eyes because you're like, oh my gosh, what just happened? What did I just agree to? That is a big deal for us. Because then that actually taps into our level of loyalty that we're looking for. Why did that happen? Why did that happen? To, why did that have to happen to me? But we'll go, we'll, we'll go with this statement as business owners. You know what? I'll make it work. I'll make it work. We make a compromise within our own sales and our business. And sometimes, again, this is not a good or bad thing. It's just part of what we need to be aware of because there's a trust trail that needs to always stay present. The expectations have changed. The expectations have changed. As soon as I'll go with you has taken place, the expectations in the landscape of that relationship has changed until the end of that delivery of that product or service. There's a lot of moving parts. Okay, so while during the transaction, all the moving parts behind the scenes is again, the part that we can't talk about, but what about, you, know, you never know when employees may quit. You, may, you don't know if something may break down in the middle of the day of delivery, if you have to deliver it all of a sudden. There's a lot of moving parts that happen during the transaction. Now, I want to bring this up because I feel like business owners actually have their own specific desires. And it's actually important for us to actually know it ourselves first and foremost. Know that we actually do have desires within that transaction. And part of that desire is we want loyalty. We, want to, we actually want to know that in our first conversation, when we started here, just because we're here, we're making this U-shape, which is that U-shape is that part of the process. We want to know at the end of that relationship or at the end of that process, you're still here just as you were right here. That's kind of the loyalty trail that we look at, that we look for in order to maintain our trust factor. We actually desire our clients to actually take ownership. And I'm going to bring up this example of a, of a personal trainer. As a personal trainer, you know, the goal is with that relationship is, hey, I want to lose X amount of weight, you know, by this amount of time. So the personal trainer, as a business owner, is going to come up with a regimen, diet plan, and three days a week, this is what we're going to do. These are your diet specifics. This is your cheat day. This is our plan of action in order to get you here. So what does that do for the business owner? That gives them the measurement tool to say, hey, this is how I'm going to help you achieve your goal so I can be loyal to my word. So within this ownership, we're actually looking for the clients to say, don't take three or four extra cheat days on Saturday and Sunday when we're not 
don't please arrive each of your sessions. You know, since we have a three-day week, the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, don't show up just on Friday and, you know, expect those results. We don't want you to be upset. We want you to follow through with this whole system so we can actually manage this. Understanding. Hey, you wanted the lower price. Now, now it sounds like a very egotistical statement when that happens. But truthfully, again, it's, it's part of that um, we want our clients to take ownership. If our clients drop down to the lowest, lowest price because that's where their price, price um, point is, that makes sense. That's okay. But what we're looking for from our clients is understanding, saying, hey, this is part of what it, this is all it includes. We just need your understanding that this is all it includes. So again, we want that relationship to stay strong. We want that trust factor to stay high. Communication. Okay, again, some, some of our businesses are process oriented, so it may take a week, it may take a couple of months. It may, we, we just don't know. But within that, no, no matter what the time frame is, we want to know from start, this is our conversation. Secondly, we want to know during that time, what emotional shifts have you went through in that time? Are you angry? Are you, is this, is this process getting weird? What do I need to reconfirm for you? What, where, where, do, where did I not say, tell you what was going on? What, what can I do for you? So this communication, because sometimes in that communication, we get to a point where we're like, um, why, why, why are you angry? What, 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 what happened? So we do, we do desire that communication. There's more to business ownership than just sales. We actually love what we do. We actually have a heart for what we do, and this is part of our purpose and part of what we're here to do. So it's bigger than just making money, it's actually serving our clients. So I think these are some of our main desires that business owners want, and so that's part of that trust trail that I was talking about earlier. So what I'm gonna do right now is, this, and this is new with the executive talk, is that we're, we're actually turning our, um, we're actually adding something to our business model here, which is a business highlight segment. And what we do, what we wanna do is actually talk about business owners that are in the community that are doing some really big things and actually start highlighting our business, uh, business owners out there in the marketplace. And so today what we're gonna do is we're gonna introduce Mark Spensieri with Express Bells Bonds. Let's go ahead and give him a round of applause. Thank you, Mark, for joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me. My name is Mark Spensieri and I uh, started Express Bail Bonds in 1988. And uh, I serve the Metro Denver area as well as all of Colorado. If someone needs a bond in anywhere in the state, I can actually post that for them. Some of my clients are out of state and have a loved one or a friend in Colorado okay. that I serve. But uh, we just help people out that find themselves in an unfortunate situation, wrong time, wrong place, or maybe make a bad decision. And uh, we try to help them out and make it easy, quick, painless, and treat them with you know, dignity and respect and just get them through it. Sure. And, uh, so I, I still truly enjoy my uh, job my career, you know, a lot of rewards, helping people out and making it easy for them. And when they give you a kudo that you made it easy and a nice review, it's, uh, it's very uh, satisfying and re rewarding for me. That's awesome. And you deserve it. Um, so what kind of business connections can help you out the most to help you grow your business? Well, um, you know, just uh, friends and relatives recommending me is obviously good. Okay. Um, lawyers, 
could probably refer their clients to me because if they have a, a client that needs bail, then that okay. would probably be good. Um, and you know, maybe private investigators, but uh, friends, loved ones, neighbors that might, you know, you find they're in that situation. Not everybody brags about, I need a bail bond, but if someone, you know, confides, <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, you know, you can say, hey, I know, you know, I met Mark, and uh, that would be appreciated. Of course, any referrals are greatly appreciated. Awesome. So I have uh, friends and relatives, lawyers, private investigators, and neighbors, et cetera, et cetera. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that sounds correct. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So, you know, just I want to give a little testimonial regarding Mark. I know Mark for about a couple of years now. And Bell's Bondsman's, you know, it's, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting field of business. And within that interesting field of business, you want to know somebody that you can trust, somebody that's very responsive. And I just actually had the pleasure of sitting down with him, having lunch with him yesterday. And within that lunch, he had two phones. And hey, Maurice, hold on real quick. I mean, just working both phones. And that's the type of guy that you need as a Bell's Bondsman. And that's, that's who Mark is. He's very responsive, and he will be there, and he will get it done. So I want to thank you for being a good business owner. And we, for, from Executive Talk, we're actually going to help you find those three, those three or four connections to help you grow your business and put you on our Facebook page Okay, as well. I appreciate it. Thank All you right. for having me. Thanks, Mark. Awesome. So as always, um, I would like for everybody to uh, continuously follow our conversation and keep, uh, keep in touch with us. And we have our Facebook page under Executive Talk, Twitter, Instagram, and also LinkedIn, our YouTube channel under Executive Money, Inc. That's our parent company, just so you guys understand the whole uh, full transparency regarding that. But our next conversation that we're going to have next week, we're going to actually, I'm going to really help you guys bridge that gap between that between that conversation that's not, that's not taking place. Because I think there's specific questions, they're pretty touchy questions, but they will get to the point. They will really bring out that conversation that you really need to know as a business owner so you can feel com comfortable during the whole transaction and that your clients feel that way as well. So I wanna thank everybody for joining us here at Executive Talk. You guys are studio audience, you guys look lovely. Those that are watching online, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much, I gotta get back to work.